right, buddy. Let's uh, let's get down to business. Are you ready for some football? Now, this is Foxborough Faithful right here. Go Patriots. Yeah, go Patriots. Time for the Chatter Report. Brought to you by President Buffalo Wild Wings. B-dubs. Get the Buffalo Wild Wings for $5 game day deals. Buffalo Wild Wings. Wings, beer, and sports. Joined on the phone by three-time Super Bowl champ, uh, Matt Chatham. You can follow him on Twitter at Chatham58. All I got to say is, well, first, good morning, Matt. How are you? Good morning. I'm okay. Hanging in there. It was, uh, I, I went to bed. It was, we had a healthy lead uh, because I uh, I just could I tried, man. I was worked all weekend, and I, I missed a hell of a, well, I guess I missed a lot of stress, really, is what it looks like. That they came back yeah, and took the lead. Basically, yeah, basically, that was, uh, I think that's a lot of people were experiencing last night. They played so impressively in the first half by defensively closing off drives and keeping them with field goals and getting a nice lead. And then, wow, Kansas City has a quick strike uh, offense and a few big plays there, and all of a sudden they were back in it. and. And we were riding uh, the roller coaster there again a bit. Yeah, and, and you know the funny thing is, is that I've been reading about it this morning. Is you know the uh, the more uh, Gronk obviously being the powerhouse that he is, is he attracts a lot of attention, right? And he was getting double teamed, he was getting yeah. whacked, and that and and uh, Hogan who got uh, was the one who got the the long t- uh, TD, right? It was a it was a one on one kind of situation, but it's tough when when Gronk is double coveraged all the time. Well, I, I think one of the things that was difficult last night is. They, they really committed to the running game, quite frankly. Yeah. They, I'm, I'm saying if you want to look back to what was going on in the passing game, you got to first look at the, the plays that were not passing it. I think that really drove the game. You know, Sonny Michelle had an exceptional game. They went to James White occasionally in run mm-hmm. game plays, and he was effective as well. And there was so much of that. I, I thought Gronk had an excellent night, even though the box score wasn't split up necessarily. Uh, but he did get the one pass interference call. I mean, he, he has, he does get guys hanging on. I don't even know if it's double teams so much, but teams do what I think are smart to do against big, big dominant guys like him. You try to hit him early as much as you can. And it kind of just matters on the officiating. More or less, they let him play last night. They let him hang on him. So sometimes it's a double. Sometimes it's just if you're being real physical early, you kind of can, you know, tempt Tom to go elsewhere. And he obviously had lots of other options last night, but still for me, really good night for him overall because He's a good inline blocker yeah. as a tight end, and he's the real deal. So Sony has a huge night. I think that was as big a factor for them offensively as really anything. I've been excited for him for, uh, for three weeks now. Go ahead, Kelly. Matt, um, I know they were trying to stop him. They had 10 days to prepare for, for Patrick Mahomes and Tyreek Hill and all that stuff. But after watching that game, what, what, would you, what, what do you think you could do as a defense to slow that down? What they did in the first half, essentially. I mean, they, you just can't. You go back and look at the, the, the uh, which I did this morning, and then, you know, bright-eyed and bushy-tailed, <laughs> staring at these big plays and going, how the hell did that happen? Because they were so good at preventing those early. And, you know, personally, just as a, as a you know, old, old former player or whatever and someone who, who dealt with a little different era, I don't like watching these 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 uh, running or receivers and tight ends just run free through the secondary. But that is what's happening. You know, the, the crackdown on illegal contact – not letting each other really touch one another at all. It's, it's, it's crazy. So you have these super-fast track guys who just sprint through into the secondary. I mean, they build on the defensive backs. Defensive backs have virtually no chance. So I think if you're playing uh, the Chiefs again, if for some reason these teams run into each other again later in the year, you, you have to – I think you have to commit uh, some over-the-top help, which we didn't see much of last night, 
so that guys can jam low because you have to be able to jam really early. I mean, not you can't even get to the five yard line. It's got to be like a three or four flag start coming out. So, mm-hmm. but you have to be able to commit to that. But if you you commit to a jam and you don't have help over the top, well, then now you might get smoked. But if you go back and look at their best highlights, and there's no jamming whatsoever, and uh, that's that's just something you have to have with guys that are that quick. After the game, I think Duran Harmer was asked about uh, Tariq Hill because he had that long that touchdown run. We just kind of outpaced him. He said he's by far the fastest person I've ever come into contact with. You know, the speed right. the speed was was just uh, was just amazing, and or maybe the fastest I haven't come in contact. Well, yeah. That also could be the truth. I, I but I'm just trying to be positive. But I mean, really, I I, I know that people expected a shootout. I didn't expect 83 points in a game from these two teams. Did you expect it to go that high? No, not at all. Uh, and, and I think you look at how the Patriots played defensively in the first half, and you, you know it wasn't going that way at all. They, they played them pretty smartly uh, top down the way you have to do it. So I think there's enough evidence out there that they can be played that way. But, I mean, the second half is just a, an abomination of several different plays. You have the the, the force fumble where you know Brady kept the pocket alive for like what was it like ten seconds and right. then had sort of an uncharacteristic sort of looseness of the football. Mm-hmm. Then you have the kick return. So those, those that's fourteen of those points. You know the kick return length of the field. That's fourteen points right there. Other than that, this is a this was a defensive performance. It's in the low twenties, uh, low to mid twenties, which is about where excuse me mid twenties, which is where you want to be. Which is actually a pretty nice night of work, especially considering those couple touchdowns at the end of the second half. Those were just like one play drives, right. which is terrifying. I mean, you still obviously get credit for those, but those are the kind of plays that you can go back and say, okay, we can't scheme it like that, or we're screwed. They're going to do this every time. Yeah. I think the breadth of what the real work was on the night was what you see up basically midway through the third quarter and say, okay, that's how it can be done. Mm-hmm. They're going to get yards. This league, these league rules are nuts. But you can crack down on these guys in the red zone and execute much better down there. They did. One of the things you mentioned in Twitter, if you follow Matt, he's always got great game commentary as it's going along. As you talked about the the takeaway, one of the good takeaways from the game is the mental toughness. Obviously, they even fell behind after having a huge lead. They stuck with it and they they stayed tough till the end. So that's a good thing. Yeah, for sure. And I mean, you feel things like that in the stadium. I mean, there's a a, a tangible effect sort of around you uh, when when. Big plays like that happen. I mean, the Tyree kill, the one crosser out there that with the Duran play, you guys are joking on, was was just like whoa, you know. Like, right. Yeah, kind of thought things were going the other way, but that, the important thing there is that they responded after those, and and that's tough to do. And and really, even in the first half, I believe it was the the the, uh, the hunt touchdown that was uh, an extended play that ended up being like a 60-some yard pass or whatever that was mm-hmm. uh, up the sideline to the running back. I mean, that was another one where it's like, man, they've been playing well, well, been playing well. They're not they're locking these guys down. Yeah. And you give away two-thirds of the field in one slot. So those are it's not just that that happened. It's just that you have to come back and continue to fight after, and, and they did a pretty good job of that. But, you know, I'm a former special teams player, so that's the stuff that really stands yeah. out to me. And having the special teams, unfortunately, be really great as far as the kick. I mean, yeah. uh, Guskowski was, was amazing last night. Five of five, huge kicks, uh, but the kick coverage was atrocious, and, and you can't have that. That really made it more of a game than it should have been. I got a question, just a, a kind of out-of-game question, but, you know, like I said, I, I follow you, and I know that there was a – you had some words for for, uh, for Shaughnessy and some of the comments he made, some of the tweet or whatever about uh, Teddy Bruschi, and you came to, to Bruschi's defense. And my question is, what is it about the Boston sports media that just is so poisoned? It, it, it's like Jesus. I mean, give me a break. It's yeah. it's twenty. It's negative twenty four seven. You know. 
Yeah, there, I mean, I, honestly, I think it just comes down to good people, bad people. There's some of these people who are just so toxic and such deplorable types. You know, yeah. they're just here to here to be miserable. And I, when I, I don't, I don't like necessarily painting that as the air quote Boston media. I think of the Boston media. I think of Mike Reese, and I think of Jeff Howe, and I think of Doug Hyde with us, and, and Tom mm-hmm. Curran, and mm-hmm. those are the real figures of the Boston media. The other ones are sort of more the entertainment angle that are just there because they're you know, desperate for attention. That's sort of how they generate money by getting people to pay attention to them. That's not really the, the, the people who cover the Patriots. That's not really the, the Patriots media. So I, I kind of look at it two ways. You know, I, I know that outside of our market, people look back at those people and sort of tag them as the, as the Boston media, but they honestly do not have nothing to do with the coverage of these teams. They just sort of pop in and out every couple months and say something crazy or yeah. stupid. And that's, kind of their sticks, so they're, they're relevant. Yeah, gotcha. Uh, well, it was a nice defense anyway. I appreciate it. All right, so uh, onward and upward. We, uh, what, what, when's the game next week? Oh, one o'clock. One o'clock game. Nice. Sweet. Yay. 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 Take it. Right take it. There it is. All right, well, we'll uh, we look forward to talking to you after the Chicago game next week. Matt, always great to hear your perspective, man. All right, guys. Take All right, care. thanks, man. Matt Chatham, everybody. Brought to you by friends at Buffalo Wild Wings. I'll have some of the salt. Salt and vinegar buffalo wings. Those are killer. Get the Buffalo Wild Wings for the $5 game day deals. Buffalo Wild Wings, wings, beer, and sports. Did you did you hear about that that situation with the Shaughnessy was tweeting? What did he tweet? Shrinkage. Like when you see Teddy Bruschi on the set and it looks like Wendy Nix could beat him up. He's kind of poking fun at Well, uh, I will say the last time I saw Brewski, I was like, whoa, he is noticeably thinner. I don't know. He is thinner. Obviously, these guys play, and, you know, when they stop playing, some of them. Chatham's response was, no, I I, I, I don't know. I was with Teddy Brewski months ago, and he looked great. So maybe he's on a diet, just a different, you know, he's Uh, not playing anymore, so he's not bulking up. Chatham responds, this is how human garbage tweets. Low-life writer takes shots at stroke survivors' healthy post-career lifestyle. Mm. Nice employee you got there, Boston Globe. (laughs) Yeah. Alright. God. It's tough. Tough town. 742. Coming right back. Stay with us. Greg, Roadkill, Laura, Kelly, and Kayla. Uh, Why would I want to hang out with these people? (laughs) (laughs) Weekends.